for dinner. This is Jeff. And Kelly. It is March again, which means it is YA Adaptation Month yet again (laughs) here on Popcorn for Dinner. I love that this rolls around every year. Obviously, it being the third month Mm -hmm. of YA Adaptations, uh, we are getting to the third installment of all of these franchises uh, and unfortunately, this is the only one that ends. Yeah. <laughs> this is the only one that ends here on week three, a trilogy of movies. Yep. It does not get split up into multiple <laughs> finales. It does not come from a series that has more than three. Yeah. You know, because I believe Twilight had four books. All the rest of these had three books. Mm-hmm. And everything else, the other ones got split up or they tried to split them up. Oh, my God. Yeah. What a disaster. The end of this. <laughs> this is really going to be month. The fourth month of this is going to be a logistical nightmare <laughs> because I... one series doesn't continue. One of them finishes off with a second half of the finale. And then the other one has two <laughs> to finish off for the fourth one. Mm-hmm. So there's only three movies for that fourth month, no matter how you slice it. So like this this gets out of hand after this <laughs> this iteration of it. So let's just take solace in knowing this. Yes, this, this is probably going to be go smoothly. Yeah, this is this will be the the like most final complete one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the uh, the movie that we're talking about for this week is the third installment of the Maze Runner franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, which in the end, since it's ending and I can kind of, you know, like look at it and compare it to all the other ones, probably the best one. Yeah. You know, like just off the, off the top of it, like at the very least in terms of being semi-interesting for a decent portion of it, Mm -hmm. you know, like, uh, this movie itself is a little, we'll talk about it. Yeah. It's a little little long. Uh, but the movie that we are uh, talking about for this week is the 2018 American dystopian science fiction film, Maze Runner, colon, The Death Cure. (laughs) <laughs> Super intense name. Oh, yeah. The plot of the movie, as IMDb puts it, and I'm just going to read it because it's useless. <laughs> it's absolutely useless. <clears throat> Young hero Thomas embarks on a mission to find a cure for a deadly disease known as the flare. No, that's not what he's doing. No. The plot of the movie is that they are all still bummed out that Minho got captured at the end of the last movie. Mm-hmm. And even though... They're with uh, Vince, Barry Pepper. (laughs) Loved seeing him pop up again. I completely forgot he was in it. Right. When he showed up, I was like, oh, yeah, Barry Pepper. Nice. (laughs) I knew Giancarlo Esposito was going to be coming back because he was in the other one. I love him. It was so funny watching him in this after playing Far Cry 5. Right. Hey, what's up, Juan? Yeah, you get a little different vibe after you see him play a villain and then you see him play this guy. It's it's (laughs) I mean, it's fun, though, because he's great. Uh, But yeah, he's uh, he's with those dudes, the right arm, Mm -hmm. and they're like fuck this world we're gonna get in this ship and we're gonna sail the fuck away because fuck them yeah and thomas is all like yeah but we gotta go back and we gotta go get minho and it's like yeah all right uh noble enough of a mission mm-hmm. but uh i agree with vince it is too risky yep and you guys should leave you should just be leaving now yeah because to to take down what wicked is 
with the like rap scallions that are this like right arm crew like when one of their names is fry pan yeah like this just like silly little crew like the odds of them actually being able to take down wicked mm -hmm. is really that's small it's yeah. very small but you know that is essentially the the story of this movie is like the quest to get minho man it's so weird like i'm trying to like get a get a grasp on where to start with yeah. this fucking thing because for one it's huge yeah two and a half hours for this fucking movie but th there's not really that much stuff to it you know yeah. it's like it's not that complicated mm -hmm. it's just like god it takes forever yeah <laughs> it takes forever to do a lot of things I mean, the easiest way to attack this is probably to go plan by plan. So plan <laughs> one to get Minho oh is to capture God. the train car. I was totally down with the, the whole action sequence. Oh, yeah. Where it's like trains rolling. They roll up on those Jeeps. They're fucking climbing onto the train. They clearly got something they're doing. Mm -hmm. Fucking Thomas and everyone, they're putting the bombs in the coupling to blow off the end of the car, you know, the, the yep. end of the train so they can get the people off of it because there's prisoners and shit. Totally on board for the like big train robbery opening. Yeah. Hugely cool. It's when the big flying bird thing rolls in and they all seem surprised. Didn't Is, you plan for this? Yeah. Didn't you plan that they were going to be shooting back at you once you start shooting at them? Yeah. You know what I mean? Or or calling in backup so the big bird thing comes in. Mm -hmm. And by the end of it, you realize that like, oh, no, all of it, that was all part of it, too. Yeah. Is that they were going to attack it so that the bird gets called in so that they could capture that thing mm -hmm. and take it over and use it specifically to carry the train car away. Yep. Uh, and the part that is so funny to me is that it, they fuck it up. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was like, because at first I was like, all right, so I was expecting, based on how the last movie had ended with a super, like, uh, <clears throat> Empire Strikes Back, like Han Solo taken away in Carbonite moment where Minho gets taken away by the bad guys. Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, the first, like, 40 minutes of Return of the Jedi is them getting Han back and then going and doing their shit. Mm -hmm. So I was like, all right, so then let me see. Is it going to be like the opening, se the opening like multiple sequences are going to be about getting Minho back? And I was like, oh, no, they did it. They just got him. They got the train car, and they're leaving with it. Oh, my God, that was over quick. Yeah. And then immediately afterwards, it was like, oh, wait, no, they fucked it up. They yeah. didn't get him. Wrong car. Oh, my God. It just seemed really funny to me that their plan involved leaving a car of those people behind. I think two. Oh, there, were there two? Were there, there three, were three of them total? Yeah, okay, I thought three. there were only two. Yeah. But either way, yeah, it just seemed wild that it was like, yeah, we're going to rescue Minho, and then we're going to, what, peace? The kids who got put in the car without Minho are just like, too bad. You know, like, that doesn't seem, I mean, but they don't. Like, uh, yeah. obviously, the point is to not try. The point is to not bring them. <laughs> uh, yeah. It was weird. I don't I know. Mean, the, the, there's only so much they can do. Yeah. I guess what I thought was like, a little bit weird was that the 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 plot for the heroes was really not to take down the bad guy. Mm -hmm. You know, it was just just to get Minho back yep. and and go and and peace and do your thing. Like yeah. if they had gotten him, they would have gone back to that camp. They would have gone to that ship. They would have fixed it up. They would have left. Yep. You know, like that seems like what the deal was. Oh yeah. So it was only because Minho leads them back that they eventually decide, like, all right, I guess we'll be heroes. Yeah. <laughs> and save the world from <laughs> like, these evil people or whatever. We're here. Yeah, we may as well. <laughs> uh, and it's it's kind of funny to me because like in the end. Uh, surprise, spoiler alert, Galley 
Will Poulter, who shows up again after clearly dying in the first movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they're just like, no, he didn't. Um, <laughs> he kind of winds up being way more of a hero than Thomas or almost any, anybody else in the movie. Yeah. And it was, uh, it, those were the moments that did it for me. I was like, when Will Poulter is on screen doing his stuff mm-hmm. and being great in this. Oh, yeah. That's when I'm fully interested in all of this. And I <laughs> and I start to buy it and care a little bit. <clears throat> it was amazing. I was so glad that he was back. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And he fucking blows <laughs> Thomas <laughs> off the screen every time they're in a scene together. Mm-hmm. It's like, why are we following the dipshit again? Why hasn't this all been Galley's story? Please tell me why. Yeah. Because in the and then in the end it's like, oh, because Thomas has special blood. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, that sucks and is lame. That should he should just be a guy then. He should, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he should not be the leader or the hero or whatever. Because he kind of he kind of doesn't. Yeah. I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. He is very ineffectual as a hero. He yeah. does a lot of literal backseat driving in this movie. When they start their trip to go get Minho and they're like driving through the, the tunnel of doom or whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> with all the cranks in it and shit. Like <clears throat> he's literally in the back seat telling Frypan how to, you know, get away from the zombies. Yeah. It's like, why isn't he just doing it? Yeah. You know, or that fucking stupid sequence when they get surrounded by the zombies mm-hmm. and he's like he's directing yeah. Frypan which way to shoot every once in a while to just like keep them at bay I guess and that was his plan and then they run out of shells and it's like oh well I guess that plan sucked like yeah it did what were you doing <laughs> like you didn't even take the gun yourself to be like I have a plan mm-hmm. and let me waste the bullets yeah. <laughs> he just he told Frypan to waste the bullets and then they were out of bullets yeah and then they were gonna die if fucking Jorge didn't show up yeah and save the day because obviously he was gonna <laughs> there is a ton of that in this movie too mm-hmm. of the like someone's in a sticky situation who shows up this yeah time? yeah which fucking character is it gonna be oh my god <laughs> <clears throat> but so like now they have this big old crew because thomas was originally just gonna go by himself to do this mm-hmm. and then there was that little scene with newt and fry pan about how like we're totally going with you yeah no it was uh don't be a twat about it. I'm already in. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> I love Newt, but it's it plays more into just me really loving the actor, especially after watching The Queen's Gambit. <laughs> no, totally. <laughs> I honestly liked him in this movie probably the best out of all of them. Mm-hmm. I thought he was just he had just fit better. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know what it was exactly. He needed to mature a little bit. Perhaps. Um, but I wrote, like as soon as he showed up, I just wrote baby man face. <laughs> He's probably not going to survive this movie, is he? I guess straight off the bat, I was like, that's what's happening, right? Totally going to happen. And uh, uh, here I am like, no, he has to make it, right? Like, no, <laughs> it's new. He has to make it. But yeah, once they once they get on the road to to head to the last city uh, where Wicked lives, uh, <laughs> they, uh, they, they start cutting to Minho mm-hmm. in like, well, <clears throat> when they first cut into it, he's like out in a field. And he wakes up and he realizes he's in another maze. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's actually kind of neat. Like the idea that they just toss him back into it. Mm -hmm. And then all that crazy shit starts happening. And like, you know, bug monsters show up and he like uh, turns into, you know, he goes into a doorway and he's in a different hallway and he can't move. And I'm like, okay, so this is some like nightmare shit going on. Uh Whatever this is. all Yeah. All these movies have them. The nightmare hallucinations or whatever. <laughs> and uh, and then when it like comes out of it, like when the bug monster is like about to eat his face 
and it like comes out to show him like sitting in the chair hooked up to the machines and they're Mm-hmm. You know, sucking the fear juice out of them or whatever the <laughs> fuck their plan is. Yeah. Uh, which they do describe uh, a little bit later. And I just I could not believe that that was what this whole thing has been about. Uh, it's so ridiculous because <laughs> I never understood the mazes at all. I never understood what the maze had to do with anything. Yeah. You know, from the first movie, it's like we put them in the maze and then they come out and some of them are immune and some of them aren't. And it's like, well, the maze didn't do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're either immune or they're not. What's the point of the fucking maze? And then the second <laughs> movie does not try to answer that at all. Yeah. There's nothing about the maze. So you're like, okay, I don't, all right. And then this movie tries to tell us why the maze was important, <clears throat> and I do not buy it <laughs> in the slightest. I'm like, no, I, I dismiss you, movie. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Because they come out of it, and it turns out that Minho's in this, like, fucking nightmare hallucination about all this shit, and it's making him make the fear juice. Yeah. And it's coming out, and fucking uh, Aiden Gillen, <laughs> fucking uh, Jansen, says, like, oh, it's not as... Uh, it's not as good or it's not as effective as the maze trials, but it's pretty good. That's that's how he yeah. describes the like the level of juice they're getting out of him or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, how is that possible? I don't. Those nightmare hallucinations are like so realistic, clearly. Uh-huh. <laughs> like you buy it and then also it's like the most terrifying thing in the world. Yeah. Like is is that is that not the point right the terror is it the terror are they farming terror that's what i'm wondering i don't quite get it like is this is is this an alternate to monsters inc (laughs) yeah this is like the scary human version of it i guess i don't know it's so weird i don't understand what their plans are but just the idea that these like super lifelike hallucinations aren't as good as the real maze Mm -hmm. i'm like what that's ridiculous yeah. but also what the maze makes the juice better I what does that mean I don't what? understand it and then they go and um <clears throat> when they introduce you know they reintroduce the like the president lady who's in charge of everything mm-hmm. and then they cut to boring ass Teresa <laughs> the traitor mm-hmm. uh and I realized at that moment like oh Right, she's not that girl who was helping them steal the train. Yeah. I completely forgot that those were two different people. What's the yeah. other girl's name? Brenda. Brenda. Yeah, I completely forgot. I was like, oh yeah, is that that? That's that Teresa girl, right? I think. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Nobody says each other's name in the first like ten minutes of the movie. That yeah. you're just like, if you know him, you know him. If you don't, you'll figure it out, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I didn't remember him well enough, so I was like, oh right, there's Teresa. <laughs> Okay, right. Now, yeah, that, that, yeah, she defected. She's a traitor. That's right. She's awful. Gotcha. Yes. Like, there she is. And they have that meeting with the, like, other people in charge of this city. You know, the I, last city or whatever. I'm not 100% sure they're, like, funding. Yeah, like, these, I'm whatever. assuming these are just, like, all the rich people yeah. who, you know, put in the money to, like, make the walls around this city or some shit like that. And Uh they're just like, what the fuck do we do now? (laughs) And, you know, in that sequence, they show the like, you know, she shows off some fucking like PowerPoint presentation or whatever about (laughs) the fear juice and the things that happened and and whatever it was. And I'm trying to find it now. Oh, (laughs) I just wrote the mazes 
force the body to create antibodies? That's how she describes it. She's like the antibodies that are produced in response to the maze. What the fuck does that mean? (laughs) Just being in a maze that changes shape and you have to track it and escape it. Like, why would that create antibodies for what? I mean, unless it has to do like specifically with the like. When the bug monsters sting them? Yeah. So the point is to get stung by the bug monsters. I, I <laughs> then, don't know. Then why make it a maze? You know I, what I mean? Like, yeah. the, like the way it seemed in that mm-hmm. first movie was that it was like your powers, your your will, your smarts, your whatever that drives you to solve this maze and escape means you're like worthy of something. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of it, it's like, well, actually, this whole thing is about a virus. So now it has to connect back to a virus. Yeah. You know, it does not feel like these were planned all all in one big idea. No. <clears throat> Seemed like the first one was all about the maze and escaping. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, all right, well, what do you do once you're out of the maze? And they're like, well, what if it's like a zombie wasteland? And it's like, yeah, let's make it a zombie wasteland. Yeah. Because there's, you know, a virus or whatever. And then by the third one, it's like, well, let's connect it back to that first one. It's like, but how? Yeah. The mazes don't make sense anymore. <laughs> it's like, oh, right. Because why wouldn't they just be doing what they're doing in that wicked building mm-hmm. all the time? Yep. Like, there's no reason to allocate any resources into creating a giant maze for children to solve to create these antibodies. Yeah. It I, makes I, the I, entire I, thing make no sense anymore. Unless they need to go to the maze first to get the antibodies and then they can put them in the... I No, I'm grasping at straws for the sake of this and there's it, it nothing. Just, it makes it's, no sense anymore. And all of a sudden it's like the like the whole thing with, with fucking uh, Thomas where it's just like, yeah, and it's just... And his blood is perfect. Yeah. And it's like, wait, just because? Yeah. Like, not because of... Like, he just would have had this anyway? That's what they make it seem like. Mm-hmm. That it, that it's just like he's just born with it. It didn't like he didn't earn it because they specifically say that Jansen says it about him at the end. He's yeah. like he didn't earn it. He just ha- he just won a lottery or whatever, you know. Yeah. He's just genetically whatever. And she's like, yeah, well, it's his though, and that's it. And it's like, oh yeah, he didn't earn good blood. Which he then... didn't like train hard enough to get his blood better. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like he just has magic blood. Yeah. So then it's like so then what was the deal with him why the maze? Yeah. And why <laughs> what put, does the maze mean? Why put why didn't you test his blood when he was working for yeah. Wicked? That's what I really don't understand is like the whole plot line of him originally being in Wicked and then creating the right arm uh-huh. and then Wicked giving him amnesia and putting him in a maze. Uh-huh. Instead of just killing him, <laughs> if you really want to get rid of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, and then putting him in the maze for him to then escape. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, yeah, the whole thing winds up being this big confusing mess. Just a huge confusing mess of a story. Like, oh, yeah. the individual little bits of like, yeah, obviously, you know, he was in a group and then Minho got taken. So now they want him back. Like, all that makes sense. Yep. Like, oh, my group of friends. We survived a bunch of shit. We want to be together. We want to save him. All right. I understand that. Yeah. But like anything that Wicked is doing or why the maze has ever existed <laughs> or what exactly they're doing with the juice. What is the juice? Oh, that's right. They're heading towards the city mm-hmm. and they see it for the first time. Yeah. Uh, and they have the Jurassic Park moment 
where the truck stops and everyone's staring at something off screen as they all get off the truck looking and it's like what is it what is it what is it and then it does the reverse and it's yeah not a brachiosaurus <laughs> this time uh they have walls around the city which seemed like well yeah yeah i uh, don't know uh, yeah it, it seemed weird that they were like oh my god those were built within the last like three years or something yeah like, you- like yeah jorge had never seen them before so it, it, they're clearly new or whatever but mm-hmm. like yeah it seemed like well duh yeah. It's a wasteland full of zombie monsters. Are you seriously this? Yeah. <laughs> like you're, again, you seem confused by things you should have already figured out. God, Thomas is so terrible. The fact that they just like they're walking through those like just outside the walls mm-hmm. slums full of people or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, walking through the crowds. They're trying to find, you know, a way through or whatever. And they see that one chunk of the wall that has like a big sort of opening looking thing on it. Yeah. Uh, and Thomas is just like, that's where I'm going to go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and Jorge gives him the very obvious advice of like, these people, uh, you know, they're not going through. What do you think you know that they don't? Yeah. What do like, you think you you're just gonna got find? here? Yeah. Like if, <laughs> if there was a way to get in, these people would have done it. And then he just goes like, well, I'm not giving up. And it's like, that's not the point. Yeah. <laughs> the point is that you're walking into a firing squad and mm-hmm. you do yep. because they start firing giant missiles at you mm-hmm. and murdering tons of people. Oh, yeah. And you just happen to not get murdered. But yeah. it's still pretty much your fault because, again, if you hadn't walked up there, they wouldn't have tagged you with the fucking ID scanner thing and it wouldn't have made Jansen want to open fire on everybody. Yep. Because it seemed like everybody was being kind of chill. Yep. <laughs> and he caused... Uh, a lot of death and <clears throat> never really answers for anything like that. Uh, but they get kidnapped <laughs> by a bunch of people wearing masks. And then comes the wonderful reveal when the one soldier guy says like, hey, we're all on the same side here. And they're like, same side? What are you talking about, Buster? And he takes off his mask and it's fucking Will Poulter. <laughs> I was thrilled. I could sort of see that it was him when he was about to take the mask off. I was like, is that really Will Poulter again? Mm-hmm. Is he? He's not dead despite seeming Being really dead. Speared in the chest. Yeah, pretty fucking dead. Um, yeah. But either way, he was back. I was thrilled. Thomas obviously still hates him because he killed Chunk uh, <laughs> from the first movie, which was one of those like... When he goes and attacks him, I was like, was that just because he, like, chased you guys at the end of the movie? Because he was, like, going crazy? Like, was that what it was? Because I had forgotten all about Chuck, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so then w- when Thomas is like, he killed Chuck, I was like, oh, that's right, he did. Yeah. Oh, I completely forgot about that. Okay, now I get why you're pissed. Mm-hmm. At first, I'm like, he wasn't that bad. He was kind of a jerk, but, like, didn't you leave him to die? And then he says that, like, no, you guys left me to die. And I was mm-hmm. like... There it is. Yeah. He kind of has a point, guys. You didn't check on him at all. (laughs) Uh, Even though he really totally seemed dead. Yeah, absolutely. Galley can get him inside the walls where they need to go to get Minho, but he has to essentially get permission from his boss. Yeah. (laughs) Is what it feels like. Yeah. Who is. Lawrence runs the joint. Yeah. Lawrence is clearly the one in charge. Uh, And Lawrence. Oh. I loved this character, and what made it so crazy is that when I was looking at the book, because in the description that I read on Wikipedia, there's so much that's not in this book that is in this movie, like Lawrence, Mm -hmm. except like there is a character named Lawrence, but he's not this Lawrence. It's a completely different Lawrence, Okay, because he has nothing to do with what Walton Goggins is in this movie. 
Holy shit. Walton Goggins. It's Walton oh, Goggins. So, oh so happy that it was Walton Goggins. Yes. And I know, as like you, you mentioned something beforehand because you watched it before I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh my God, he's a ghoul. He's yes. literally a ghoul. He's like he's going to be playing yes. in the Fallout fucking show. I am so excited when he It's like first a dry showed- run. Yes. <laughs> yes. With. Hopefully, hopefully they will have better like prosthetics and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they will. Um, <laughs> but when he first showed up on screen, like he turned just enough, and I was like, "Is that, is that Walton? Could it, could it be?" And then it like zoomed in on him a little bit, and I was like, "I'm pretty sure that's Walton." Before I get too excited, let me Google <laughs> this real quick. So I looked it up, and I was like, "Oh shit, yes!" And yes. then just seeing, oh yes, I'm so. So, like, I was already excited to see him play a ghoul and just be in the Fallout (laughs) universe in general. Oh, yeah. Perfect addition. But then to see him in, like, a, like, foreshadowing role. Yeah. yeah, It's essentially a ghoul. He's rotting. Yeah. Flesh man. Like, and I think it was wonderful, too, because, like, at first I was like, it's a little hard to recognize him because of the nose. Yeah. Uh, Just not (laughs) having a nose. But then after, after a minute, I just got used to it. And it was just like, oh man, yeah, he's gonna be good. He's gonna be a really I'm good goal. So, it was so especially excited. the voice too. Mm-hmm. Like I think about him, and I don't necessarily think of like gravelly, yeah. low toned voice. But the way he was like getting kind of menacing mm-hmm. in this movie, I was like, ooh, okay, yes. no, yeah, I could definitely hear it. That's gonna be cool. Yes. I'm so <laughs> excited. Ugh. So. He lets them use, you know, his uh, tunnels, essentially. That's what it seems like that deal is made for. Yeah. Uh, That, like, they leave a few of their people behind. Galley shows them through the tunnels to get into the city. I thought it was going to be a way bigger thing. Uh, but I guess I thought they were, I, I thought they were talking about two different things because when they mentioned like, Oh, we need to get inside and they're like, well, there's no way for us to get inside. And then Galley's like, I have an idea, but I think it's going to, it's because we have Thomas now that it's going to work. I thought they were talking about literally getting into the city. Oh, <laughs> so not the building. Uh-huh. So when they just walk out of the tunnel into the city, I was like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Where's the thing that he said they needed to do? I was that really seemed, like, that yeah, seemed like, really that was incredibly easy. easy. You guys literally just walked in. Yeah. Uh, and then I realized like, oh, no, they need Thomas to get into the building because Therese is there. That's what they were talking about. Mm-hmm. But even with that distracting me, I was like, but wait a minute. That was really easy mm-hmm. to get into this fucking city. Like the fact that, yeah, okay, I get that not everyone has access to this tunnel. Yeah. Because it's, you know, Lawrence's or whatever. <laughs> but still, like you on the other end of things, in the city, nobody's ever noticed this. Like I, it seems like you just come up and then there's a door and you open it and you're in the city. There you go. Yeah. Like what is that door for? Nobody else uses that door? It's not an entrance to something? <laughs> Nobody goes in there for like maintenance and goes like, what's this fucking tunnel? Yeah. <laughs> like no. Nobody's noticed the tunnel. Okay, fine. They could just walk in. Yeah. Whatever. But they get into the city. You know, Galley sneaks him up to his little, like, guard nest thing. And he shows him, like, oh, there's the building. That's where Minnow is. And the way that we're going to get in is because Teresa's there. Yep. Boring traitor Teresa. Um, <clears throat> But it was in this moment that she tries that, that uh, the cure on that little girl, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, oh, okay, so she believes she's doing what's right. You know, that's obviously going to be her stance throughout the movie. 
It's like, I don't feel like I'm a traitor because I'm trying to save the world. Yeah. Even though it killed a lot of you. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, but science. Um, So, like, you know, we know that their plan is going to involve Teresa. And it's like, well, if she believes that she's doing right, you know, like she gives the speech to those investors about how, like, the only way to save the world is our research. Mm -hmm. That's the only way this is going to go. So you're like, all right, so she's fully on board with that shit then. Yeah. So, like, what's going to happen here? And in between is when she gives the girl that fucking shit. And then later she goes to, she brings Minho out of like storage. Yeah. You know what I mean? And brings him up into a meeting room, essentially an interrogation room. Yeah. Sits across from him and explains to him that like, oh, hey, all that torture and the horror and all that stuff that we've put you through and everyone that you knew and you loved who's dead now and all that. A girl's better. Yeah. This one girl is better now. I just thought you should know that. And in that scene, I literally wrote, like, does she think she's doing a good thing here? Mm-hmm. Like, does she feel like she's doing him a favor yeah. to let him know that, like, hey, all this horrible torture that's leaving you catatonic, I hope you know it's doing the job. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's, fuck you. Are you kidding me? So that at the very end of that scene... When it turns out that Minho has been sort of faking being so catatonic to mm-hmm. get her close to him so that he could beat the shit out of her. <laughs> I was like, that, okay, that's amazing. Yes. I loved it. She deserved it. Absolutely. So much. And the fact that he just screams like, traitor, and tries to beat her to death. And he's like, I'll kill you. I was like, Minho's a fucking boss. Yeah, he one. is. One. Number one, Minho's a boss. <laughs> number two, she totally fucking deserved that. And number three, I was like, the only way this could get worse is if, and then somebody comes in the room and is like, Teresa, you need to get upstairs. Something bad has happened. And I was like, oh, it's happening. Yep. Here we go. <laughs> and they get upstairs and that little girl that got the fucking cure and was feeling better is now a fucking monster. Yep. And is like, and everything. And the fucking president lady is just like, well, you tried. Yeah. You know, and I was like, there it is. Awesome. I hate her. But at least here is the trajectory. You know, it starts with her being like, no, this is what we got to do. And then she gets it thrown in her face that she's a traitor who got people killed. Yep. And then her fucking cure fails. Yep. So I was like, oh, here we go. So now when they come to her with this, like, we need you to get us inside to get Minnow back to blah, 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 that she's going to be like, okay. Mm -hmm. Because now she realizes everything she's doing is like a failure. Yeah. And that she shouldn't have been doing it. And maybe she even apologizes. And maybe she should buy him presents. I don't know. It's just she needs to (laughs) she needs to atone for all the terrible things she did. But no, that's not the way she goes. That's not what's happening here. Because they eventually have to just kidnap her. Mm -hmm. They trick her by making Thomas like run away from her on the streets essentially. Like reveal himself. Yeah. Uh, that shot of him across the street, uh-huh. he looked exactly like Josh Hartnett in that <laughs> shot. Is, I, I remembered, I was talking about it, like he looks like Josh Hartnett sometimes. He looks like Paul Walker sometimes. Mm-hmm. He's got this look that just like it shifts yeah. depending on his facial expression. That shot specifically, <laughs> Josh Hartnett. Absolutely. Um, and they they like <clears throat> trick her to you know get her way off a ways somewhere. And her and Thomas are talking very briefly about like you know something about like you know the things that you did or blah 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 and Mm -hmm. like do you regret them or something like that and she says i do it again yep what after what we just saw 
Like, mm-hmm. like Minho calling you a traitor and your cure failing and you're still saying you do it again? Oh, I hate you so much. Oh, I couldn't hate you more. And the fact that Thomas can't get over her is that much more infuriating and makes me not like him at all. Oh, yeah. Because it's like, you fucking moron, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, she literally just told you that she would have your, your all the friends that you loved that died. She would do that again. Yep. If she had the choice, she'd be like, no, it's better that that happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the person you're dealing with. And for some reason, you're still all, like, doe-eyed over her. <laughs> you fucking dopes. I don't like either of you. <laughs> Brenda deserves better. Yeah, she does. And then it goes back to Wicked. That fucking uh, president lady is talking with Jansen. Mm-hmm. And out of nowhere. Because, like, the whole time, you know, they've been talking about, like, yeah, we keep the infected out of the city and it keeps us safe for now while we discover a cure, blah, blah, blah. That's what they're telling those, like, board of directors, whoever the fuck those people were. Yeah. And then in the middle of the conversation, she just drops on Jansen, like, the virus is airborne now. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like, yeah, everyone's going to have it in, like, a month. That's pretty much it. Yeah. (laughs) I just wrote, like, that's a hell of a thing to just, like, drop mid-sentence. Yeah. Uh, and and I'm surprised, honestly, that that uh, fucking Jansen takes it as well as he does. You know what I mean? Like that he doesn't just immediately freak out yeah. over the fact that, like, wait, you're telling me that I'm in fact that we're all that everyone's just we're I just mean, gonna fucking die. He already knew he was infected. Oh, that's right. That's right. But we that's, don't know that yet, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. God, there's so many reveals and things you got to remember when people did shit. <laughs> I don't remember any of that kind of stuff. And then comes one of my favorite scenes that Thomas completely ruins towards the end of it. And I was I was honestly like the movie had me tricked. I thought it was going in one way. And then it was like, oh, no. Oh, oh, you idiots. This just made everything 100 times worse because, you know, they've kidnapped Teresa. So they take her back to their fucking base or whatever. Mm -hmm. They pull the bag off her head. Everyone's standing around talking to her. Galley's standing there, and he starts basically doing an awesome, like, bad cop routine. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Where he just comes up, he's like, don't look at him. Look at me. He can't help you. Yeah. I'm the one talking to you right now. You need to tell us how to get into this building. Where's Minho? Where's this? Where's that? Doing the job. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then she mentions something along the lines of, like, there's no way to get into that. It's thumbprint activated. So Galley takes that opportunity to be like, well, hold on, hold on. We don't need all of her. You know, we just need her thumb and he takes the knife or whatever. And then Thomas completely ruins it. He completely ruins the bad cop routine by by just going up to him and being like, Callie, what do you know? You have to stop. Yeah, you absolutely have to stop, man. (laughs) We're not doing something like that. And it was like, let him get over there. You don't let him get to it to get her to talk. He doesn't even let him walk like up to her (laughs) in order to start. Because it's like, I don't think he really meant that he was just going to chop her thumb off. Like he might have. I yeah. Um, Like in in the movie, that might have been what they meant. You know, for to be happening, that mm-hmm. he was just like, I'm just gonna cut her fucking thumb off. But to me, it was clear that he was doing it like an interrogation technique. Oh, yeah. And then Thomas, being the like weak baby that he is, <laughs> is like, Stop threatening my girlfriend. Don't cut off her thumb. Stop. We'll find, we'll do it another way. I was like, Dude, shut up. Mm-hmm. You fucked it up. You ruined it. Oh, my God. <laughs> but like the whole bit, like Galley, specifically, Will Poulter. Doing that little like bad cop bit, mm-hmm. loved it. At that point, I was like, "He saves this movie." Yeah, like he—it's so long and at times so dull. 
the fact that you could kind of depend like almost every like 10 minutes or so there'd <laughs> at least be like a 15 to 20 second scene that will Poulter is a part of yeah. that's pretty good or and you're like all right that was or fun. lawrence oh yeah. yes yes walton in there. or walton uh his his shit oh my god his shit his <laughs> shit is my favorite shit and it's so funny that none of that is in the book <laughs> it's insane and it's wonderful and it was like the only thing that actually caught me by surprise yeah everything else felt so telegraphed of exactly how it was going to happen mm-hmm. you know nobody ever really felt in danger during any of the action sequences yeah and i was pretty sure who was <laughs> going to make it at the end mm-hmm. all that kind of junk but lawrence's whole thing i dug it so they do the break-in, the big old break-in sequence mm-hmm. uh, with <laughs> complete with the faux Hans Zimmer music because yes. it was going like the whole time. It was very Zimmer, um, <clears throat> but it was like a decently choreographed little sequence. You know, they're walking her around, mm-hmm. getting her to get them into the building. Frypan's up on the roof doing some shit. No, he's not on the roof. He's climbing the crane. Oh, that's right. Well, I thought he was on the roof, and then okay. later they reveal where that crane is, and it's not on the roof. <laughs> but they just show him climbing, and then he has a thing. He has a walkie-talkie. So I assumed he was on the roof. Yeah. So they, you know, they got their whole big old plan going. <clears throat> and Galley at one point stops because he sees some sort of like control panel thing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, mm, I could get in here. And he just like pops it open and he sticks some shit in there. And he somehow like takes over everything for the, or he's at least able to transfer control. That was the part that threw me so much. I loved it. I wrote down, (laughs) I wrote, Lawrence asks for and somehow receives full control of Wicked. Yeah. (laughs) Because he literally, like, Galley puts the shit in there and then he, like, hooks it up or whatever and he gets it going. Mm -hmm. And then that gets transferred, whatever it is, the signal, whatever, goes back to the fortress and, and Lawrence's dude is like, we're in and Lawrence is just like give me full control and the dude's like okay yeah. he just does it and I was like what did it, what he just stuck a thing in yeah. a thing that's how horrible their security is apparently their cyber security is that poor oh my god it was like he just stuck a wi-fi router near it and he was like got it boom finish they're donezo thankfully i had that ethernet cord in my pocket really oh man it was so funny to me um and while they're going through it i realized again like that sequence of them seeing the walls where i was like oh it's the jurassic park moment Mm -hmm. while they were doing this and you know dressed as the soldiers and they you know they get to the area where the the subjects are going to be held and the other guards show up and they like shoot them and they close the doors and all that shit. And then they take their masks off and they're like talking to each other. And I was like, oh, this is this is storming the Death Star from the first <laughs> Star Wars movie where they're going to get Princess Leia, except Princess Leia is now Minho. Yeah. <laughs> but it's essentially the same sequence. I was like, oh, man, they're borrowing from from old movies like it, like and not borrowing in like an homage way, mm-hmm. but just like. That's what a blockbuster movie has. Yeah. The the awe moment yeah. or the break them out moment or the <laughs> this or that. And tons of this shit, too, from what I could read, is not in the book. They just turned this movie into a blockbuster by adding blockbuster pieces to it. You know, mm-hmm. like, and then you just fit that right there. Kunk, yeah. You know, we'll put this part over here. All right. And it just it feels a little patched together. 
And, you know, the whole thing is that they're going to drain Minho of all the rest of his fluids or whatever. And it's probably going to kill him or something. So it's like, oh, no, that's on the other side of the building. Like, of course, there's another thing. There's Mm -hmm. another uh, another step to this plan. It was like, oh, man, we thought we had him with the train car. And now we're here where the people are being held, but he's not here. Like, yeah, they took him over here. Like, fuck. (laughs) God damn it. Like, now we got to go over there. Just keeps this fucking movie going. Like, just rescue Minho. Seriously. (laughs) Oh, my God. And then in the end, they don't rescue Minho. Minho rescues himself. He never needed them, apparently. Nope. He could have escaped himself. Mm Mm-hmm. He was uh, almost there. That's so funny to me, honestly. Like, it, like it's obviously they needed to be there to have like guns and give him cover fire and like help him escape. Yeah. But the fact that he he beat the shit out of everybody in that room and won and escaped. Yep. He didn't need anybody. Yeah. <laughs> the all rescue because, effort was kind of for nothing. All because he got like what, like a letter opener or something. Yeah, I didn't even notice him. Like I don't I don't know what that was from or where he got it. He or got that, that during like a... the whole kerfuffle with Teresa. Oh, he did. I thought yeah. okay, whatever. Yeah, he like <laughs> tucked it. They showed oh, it briefly, like him that. like grab writing. something. Yeah, probably about how she's a bitch and a traitor. <laughs> I loved the fact that they they leave Galley with all those kids, like all the other like immunes that they're. Mm-hmm. Uh, sucking the, the the fear juice out of or whatever. Um, <laughs> and I loved the fact that he like, okay, so I'm going to break into this thing and I'm going to get all these serums. And then he basically just has to like lead a group of toddlers out of this building to a bus. Yeah. Like they're not that small, but they're basically toddlers. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, and I just found that just, just something funny about that to mm-hmm. me. <laughs> just leave, like the fact that they can, yeah. you know, like there's a lot of, there were so many moments during the like, break in and escape and rescue and blah 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 where i was like man i don't understand how (laughs) wicked is not on top of this yeah like how are they getting this far how is there nobody here like you know what i mean it's like there's a guard in the room and then they knock him out and it's like there's nobody else in the building yeah there's no security cams on that room they showed the security cameras are switched over they it's like looping oh my god they did the speed i did not even notice they did the speed yes they did and that i assume is part of lawrence's full control that he randomly got okay yes of course totally makes sense and then uh good god another plan the bus escape plan Mm -hmm. um (laughs) which is like i don't remember enough about the last movie or like what brenda did uh to make her this person but the way that they were just like all right you're totally on your own mm-hmm. you have to procure the bus that is integral to this plan yes. it needs to be a bus yeah. and in a, a specific kind of bus yeah because if it's designed differently it does not work not at so all. you need to pick out the perfect bus get it somehow mm-hmm. uh without being seen and also wait for people at specific places without being discovered or yeah. <laughs> arrested or, you know, any, so, you know, and it's just like, and they ask her about it, like on the radio and everything. They're like, you got it. And she's like, you know, I'll be there. And I was like, how? Yeah. What have you done that's led to people to believe that you can do all of this on your own? Like, not even that I'm doubting it. Like, it, yeah. that could be her character. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. And they haven't shown anything like that in this movie. So yeah. if you're just watching this movie, you're just like, who is this girl? <laughs> Why does she know all this stuff about buses? I don't get it. 
Um, <laughs> things just happen. People yeah. just are where they need to be yeah. all the time. Or it's like, okay, we got all the kids here. We need the bus to be here. Well, it's right here. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> all right. Good. Thanks. Fine then. <laughs> uh, but what I loved about it was like, oh, God, Thomas is still in the building. We need to go back and get him. You know, she realizes that the plan has not gone exactly the way they thought it would. Yeah. That they're just all leaving <laughs> together, uh, which also raises questions for the rest of it. Like, okay, so apparently everyone was supposed to be on that bus. Yeah. They were supposed to leave the building with Minho and all the rest of the people. Uh-huh. And everybody get on the bus. Uh-huh. And then drive the bus around the city until they get to the spot where Fry Pan drops the fucking <laughs> hook down. Uh-huh. That almost crushes her. Yeah. I was very afraid. I was like, she's about to die. Yeah. It is about this to is, just completely is, smash her into uh-huh. the ground. Oh, my God. Because that's just an absolutely ridiculous thing to do. Oh, like, yeah. And I don't know if the movie thought it looked cool. But I was like, that was reckless as fuck, guys. You are clearly kids. You are clearly children. This is like the Mighty Ducks revolution. You know what I mean? Like, it's so silly to me. But, like, just the fact that that is the plan. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, and then we're going to hook the fucking thing up to the bus. And the crane is just going to lift it vertically. Mm -hmm. And just toss everybody inside all about to literally crane game it. Up and over the wall and just drop it into the desert. <laughs> How much, anybody yeah. survived that is a mystery to me. Yeah. It is insane that nobody is hurt let alone dead. Yeah. Because of how horrible the plan. Like, I mean, they, it's like, it's a decent plan to get a bus over a wall. Yeah. Not a good way to keep a bunch of people alive. No. Super fucking crazy that that is the plan and it and, and that it works and that nobody fucking dies. Yeah. <laughs> insane. But possibly not as insane as Minho and Newt and Thomas's escape from the building when they get locked in that room. And they decide, like, oh, my God, we need to get out of here. So they throw some shit through the window and see that, you know, this big old, what was it, like a like a barrel or something? I forget what they or threw. Or, like, a trash can or something. Yeah, they threw something out the window and watched as it fell, like, so many stories. 20. 20 stories into, like, a water feature. Yeah. In a business park is essentially what it is. It's not a lake. Nope. It's not a body of water. Nope. It is a water feature, not even one with a fountain. Nope. You know what I mean? It's just like still sitting water. Mm -hmm. And there's no reason for it to be as deep as it apparently is. Uh, Yeah. That was what was craziest to me is like the thing falls down into it and it hits it and it like goes into the water. And I'm like. How is that like at least eight to 10 feet deep? Yeah, it's not a pool. Yeah. Like (laughs) that's like, again, it's not. A body of water. Nope. You know, it's not like they built this building around a pond that could possibly be that deep. They put this in there. Mm -hmm. Nobody puts in a 20-foot deep water feature. (laughs) That's how people drown. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it only needs to be, like, a foot deep to get that effect of, like, oh, a body of water right there. Mm -hmm. So there's no reason for it to be as deep as it is. There's no reason for them to, like, that would have been hysterical if the barrel goes out and it goes, like, clunk. And they're, like, well. Nothing we can do. Yeah. <laughs> like, no way to, there's literally no escape. Uh, but that escape is also insane. Yeah. Leaping out into that thing, it being as deep as it is. Mm-hmm. The way that Jansen just sort of gives up. Yeah. Like, aren't they still on the property? That was what was so crazy to me. Like, they're in the water thing. They're looking up. Jansen's looking down. Thomas does the lamest cool guy thing of just like, middle finger. Yeah. I thought that was so lame. Oh, my God. 
But like Jansen's just like <sighs> as they like swim away to the edge of the thing. Mm-hmm. They're still on the property. What? Where are the rest of your fucking soldiers? Where's the security crews? Why was nobody nearby? Yeah. You know right? what I mean? Like you have so much security. The fact that the <laughs> fact that the plan revolves around Teresa being led around the building by two dudes mm-hmm. in like full gear with guns and nobody thinks that's weird means that there is a shitload of security at this place. Yeah. Where are they? <laughs> like, because they're able to just leap into the water and then get out and like dry themselves off mm-hmm. and walk away and start making plans as to how to get back. Yeah. And all that. And I'm like, why aren't they being swarmed? What is wrong with Wicked? Isn't he what they want? <laughs> He's the guy. Oh my God. It's so stupid. <laughs> and so eventually, uh, I forget. Oh, yeah, the kids all run back. The kids in Fry Pan mm-hmm. run back to uh, where Lawrence lives, mm-hmm. you know, to like, oh, we'll get back to safety now. And they get back there and everybody is gone. Yeah. Everything is gone. There's yeah. just like nothing there anymore. And I was like, oh, tight. Like Lawrence is getting ready to storm the city, isn't he? Like he's all like bitter about being, you know, infected and left to die in the desert and shit. Mm-hmm. He thinks, you know, everyone in the city is evil and they should take it over or whatever. So it's like, all right, here it comes. And he gives that big speech. And I was like, this is fucking badass. Yeah. Long Goggins, I love him. Yes. And uh, and then the their siege sort of started. And I was just like, what exactly is going on here? Because like they, he's just like, you know, there's somebody driving the truck mm-hmm. and he's in the back of the truck and he's just standing with his arms open as like, you know, they're getting ready to shoot at him. Yeah. And it was like, OK, so they used the computers, the, the full control. Yeah. To turn off the guns so that they can't shoot at him. But like, there's still people shooting at him. There's yeah. still like snipers and stuff. I was like, he's being real reckless there. And then he pulls the flare and then you, I mean, at least at that point was when I noticed what the truck was full of. Yeah. You know what I mean? That it's just mm. a bunch of barrels and shit. And I'm just like, oh, holy fuck. He's just, and then he just drives straight into the wall. It explodes in a giant fireball. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that was the best part of this movie. Yep. I didn't see it coming. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, oh, holy shit. That's, it's on. Yeah. You know, like there's not going to be some like big, long build up to when all these, all these different storylines meet. Mm-hmm. Like, and then eventually when the cranks get in, then they'll, it's like, no, they're here. Yep. <laughs> like everything has changed. Awesome moment. Thought that was super <laughs> dope. Couldn't believe that it wasn't in the book. Was right. Like, that seems like an integral part of this whole story. <laughs> uh, but uh, okay, whatever. I don't yeah. know, man. Yeah. Uh, and that's when Newt starts getting even worse. And mm-hmm. there's that moment where I was like, okay, now it really seems too much like he's going to die. He's probably going to make it when he's like sitting in that alleyway. And they're like, Minho, you need to run ahead and get the serum and then run back mm-hmm. and do this or whatever. Another thing that I couldn't believe it was like, oh, that's not what you meant to do, movie. Weird. Because they were like, you know, it, it seemed to me like... Hey, Minho, use your maze running skills to run and get this serum uh-huh. and have something that parallels the first movie in a way to like make it kind of seem full circle. So I was like, oh, cool. Give Minho a fun sequence of like running through all this craziness to go get the serum. Mm-hmm. You never see it. Nope. He runs off the screen, and then the next time you see him, he is showing up to get the serum. Yep. I was like, we didn't see any of it. I thought that was the point. <laughs> oh, my God, movie. Really? Come on. Like, why would you call back to it that? Like, because they specifically, like, Minnow, you got to run it. 
Yeah. And I was like, yeah, because he was the runner. Remember? Mm-hmm. In the first movie, I even kind of remember that. And I couldn't believe that they just it was just punked out on it. Seriously. So lame. And instead we get <clears throat> just like another long sequence of like, I think I'm going to die, Tommy. And he's like, you're not going to die, dude. Oh, but I think I am. Like, no, you're totally not. I'm pretty sure I will. Like, it's just, guys. Ugh. It was just too much. It was too much goddamn dying. Like, too long of a death for Newt. It mm-hmm. needed to happen quicker. <clears throat> This is getting gratuitous yeah. of like dragging Newt's like essentially his corpse around. Like when, <laughs> when they when they finally got to the point where it like all kind of ends that like wherever mm-hmm. they were. Yeah, <laughs> that, that little platform. area. This is getting so out of hand. He's literally dragging a like lifeless man around. Like yeah. he's not he's not joining you anymore. You're just dragging him with you. <laughs> like I think I think it's over. At least this part is over. I still had that feeling of like, but they're gonna get the cure, right? That's yeah. what's happening here. Mm-hmm. And then when Teresa comes over the speakers randomly and it's just like, oh, Thomas, your blood, it's magic. Yeah. Come use your magic blood. Save Newt. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if I was Thomas, I wouldn't believe it. Yeah. It sounds I'd like, be a, like a yeah, trap. It is such a trap. I'd be like, nah, not happening, bro. Yeah. Totally not doing it. Uh, and she would deserve to get snuffed like that because she's horrible and she's a traitor. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> unfortunately, Newt turns into a crank and attacks Thomas. Yes. Uh, and like you were saying, there is like there is some emotional stuff to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the ending, I was honestly, I was hoping it was going to go the other way. You know what I mean? At the end of that sequence and not like full on death. But when, you know, Newt runs at him with the knife and then you hear the like. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, shit, he just fucking stabbed Thomas. Like, that's kind of awesome. Yeah. Like the idea that like, oh, but this is the dude whose blood needs to whatever. And Newt just killed him and he didn't like mean to. He didn't mean to doom the world. Yeah. You know, but he's a monster now. So like the idea that like, oh, shit, now they're going to have to try to save Thomas to mm-hmm. save the world. And maybe someone cooler will be the hero for this sequence. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> but then it turns out that it was like, oh, no, it it's that he stabbed Newt. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's lame. And then mm. he dies. And I was like, well, <sighs> About time. <laughs> it, it could have happened earlier, in yeah. my opinion. I I literally wrote, I was, God, how many times will I be forced to be sad about Newt's death? <laughs> exactly. That's <laughs> what I mean. It gets so gratuitous. We're like, he will die. He is dying, guys. The death is coming. Yeah. It was just like, then get to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then just do it already. Oh, my God. <laughs> um. <clears throat> So, you know, that happens and Thomas runs off because, you know, whatever, something about his blood. He meets with and like what breaks into her house or whatever. I don't know. They don't explain it. But the president lady is like at home. No. Uh, and then Thomas just randomly rolls up. No, she was still at Wicked. Oh, they were still in the building. Uh-huh. Okay. I thought he just left and went somewhere way away that he had never been before. And I was like, <laughs> how do you fucking know where she lives? This is so weird. You've never been in this city before. Where? Yeah. How do you know where she is? But he still, he finds her, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he starts talking to her and asks, this was, this was so confusing. And I, I, I get what the movie was doing, obviously, but I think it's stupid to do it in these kinds of scenarios because it's just this like tonal whiplash of like, <laughs> you fucking idiot. And then, oh, okay. Maybe it's a little bit more of me being like <laughs> snap judgmental. But when he's talking to her and he's like, could I have saved Newt with my blood? Is that true? And she's like, you could save a lot of people. And he's like, well, you just have to promise to leave the rest of them alone. And she's like, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. And then 
and she's like, Ugh, and she's bleeding and dying from a gunshot wound. And you're like, Thomas, you fucking asshole. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> you know, you're like, why would you, why ask her to leave them alone if you're just going to shoot her the mm-hmm. next second, you idiot? And the, it's, God, it's the cheat that I hate so much because Thomas's reaction is almost nothing. Yeah. She gets shot and his reaction is just like, like standing there and looking at her. Yeah. Until she dies and falls over. And then the camera shows like, oh, it was Jansen behind her yeah. who shot her in the back and killed her. Mm-hmm. And Thomas just didn't react yeah. because the movie wanted to trick us for a moment. Mm-hmm. But what it apparently wanted to trick us into thinking is that Thomas is so fucking stupid yeah. that he would get this promise from her and then murder her. <laughs> so you're like, what are you doing? And then you're like, oh, that was a trick. Why didn't you react to that? Why wasn't Thomas like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> she just got shot. Who did that? Mm-hmm. Or if he saw Jansen coming, why wasn't he like, what are you doing? And then he's, you know what I mean? Why like, are you raising a gun? Yeah. Well, are you aiming your gun at her? Like, it was just the stupidest contrived setup of like, this is all happening because it's a movie. Yeah. Like, and there's no reason for it. Like, wait, why, why do, oh, oh, movie. <laughs> And so now they're going to drain Thomas. Teresa is like, you know, oh, we'll do this and save the world. And I think that's what really rubbed me the wrong way is that by the end of it, it sort of made it seem like she was still pretty all right with all the choices she had made Mm -hmm. in her life. And was just like, see, now that you're here and that we're going to take the sample from you, you know, everyone will be saved and everything's cool or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But eventually uh, she turns on Jansen. Right? Isn't mm-hmm. she the one who smashes the thing over his head or whatever? Yeah. Uh, and uh, helps Thomas to escape. And they're running through the building. There's a whole big chase sequence. There's uh, what I wrote down. I was like, oh, now it's the Jurassic Park kitchen scene. Yep. When Thomas is like crawling around through all the little things and, you know, Jansen's <laughs> stalking around looking for him and everything. I was like, this is literally the Jurassic Park kitchen scene. Yeah. Movie. It just, it just needed someone like trying to hide. Yeah, in something exactly. That's what I was waiting for it. Honestly, oh yeah. Um, and then there's just that like the such a cliche, silly, stupid ending to the bad guy. You know what I mean? Where mm-hmm. like Thomas just <clears throat> pops up out of nowhere because you know Jensen's got his gun on Teresa and he's like, "I'll kill her if you don't show yourself, Thomas." Whatever. And so Thomas jumps up and he whips a thing at Jensen who, that he easily dodges. Yeah. And it hits the glass behind him, which is like a, a container holding some cranks that are, you know, going crazy and feral or whatever. Yeah. And uh, Jansen just looks at him and he's like, you missed, you little shit. <laughs> and Thomas goes, did I? And then the glass starts to break. Yeah. And the cranks, you know, obviously they break out of it and they attack Jansen and start eating him and shit. Mm-hmm. I wrote allegedly because I was like, he was still alive last time we cut away. I am expecting... A end of movie, uh, like Carl from <laughs> Die Hard kind of thing, where he's going to show up all covered in blood, like, ah, and then they take him out one last time. Uh, I just thought it was so dumb. Like, why would you say that line before you know that the glass is broken? Because yeah. it didn't seem broken. No. Like, when that happened and it hit that thing, I was like, oh, was, wait a minute, was he trying to break the glass? Yeah. Like, I, I called it as soon as it oh, was yeah. happening. And then he was like, did I? And then it starts breaking. I was like, oh, man, he's lucky right. that it started breaking after he said that, because <laughs> otherwise Jansen was going to murder both of you. Absolutely. <laughs> you got very lucky, Thomas. This is very <laughs> stupid. Um, <clears throat> and they, you know, they wind up getting up to the roof. You know, there's all the other 
getting a ride from the fucking bird that they stole. Jorge mm-hmm. shows up again, all that kind of junk. I loved that moment when Brenda's like, our ride is here because the, the bird shows up. And I was like, what if it wasn't? Yeah. What if it wasn't Jorge? What if they all run up to it and it's a bunch of soldiers? Like, what an awesome down ending that would be. That it's like, <laughs> actually, Wicked wins. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> all the bad guys are dead, but Wicked wins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be kind of crazy. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, so the, 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 the plane is going to fly up to the top of the building where Thomas and Brenda are. Thomas gets shot, right, in the gut. Yeah, by uh, Jansen. Right, in just in a scene, it just like and happens and you don't notice it, and then he turns around and he's like, "Oh, I'm fucking bleeding!" <laughs> and it's like, "Oh no!" <laughs> and it's Thomas and Teresa. Oh yeah, Thomas and Teresa. Whatever. Brenda's in the bird. Brenda's the cool one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she is. Uh, so like they're on top of the roof and the fucking building is going down, mm-hmm. and it's just like, "Oh my god!" The bird shows up, ready to fucking take him. Yep. I was like, this is the ending of Empire Strikes Back and the ending of Return of the Jedi smashed into one (laughs) because the ending of Empire, like Luke is injured and friends come and rescue him. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, so that's like that in this one. But in Return of the Jedi, he's like leaving the Death Star as it's exploding and burning. (laughs) So I was like, okay, so this is just those two things crammed into the same thing right now to get your big blockbuster ending. Yep. And I was like legitimately surprised because I had no faith in this movie. I was like, all right, yep. And then Thomas and Brenda are both going to get on the bird. And Teresa. Yeah, Teresa, whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and she's going to be, you know, uh, forgiven for some fucking reason. Yeah. <laughs> I was so mad about it already before it had happened. I was like, it's so dumb. Uh, and then she gets him onto the bird and then she just, she doesn't. Yeah. Like, truthfully it looked like there was time and space to at least give it a shot uh she clearly just gives up though Mm -hmm. and uh and and goes down with the building yep and i just wrote oh well i mean at least she gets what she deserves yes (laughs) (laughs) i was legitimately happy that she goes down with the building i was like yeah yeah you deserve to be with them that's where you belong (laughs) in the rubble with fucking jansen and the other lady Mm -hmm. oh my god uh and then you know they fly off and thomas is like passing out from his wound and they're all trying to help him and it like fades to black and that's sort of the end of of that part of the story of like the main part you know there's an epilogue coming of course but like that thing is happening and i just wrote what did we learn here today (laughs) what was this about why why did this happen what so <laughs> like, that all the immunes could escape i mean I yeah guess. but they i mean all the ones that are left yeah like i guess just all what the it ones comes, they could grab i guess what it comes <laughs> down to is that like he kills everything yeah you know what i mean like that the city's gone mm-hmm. and truth you know yeah the virus is airborne so people are going to be sick and blah 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 but like thomas wanting to come back and get minho while very honorable, basically <laughs> kills everybody left in the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I I don't know how to square that with, like, a heroic story. Like, in the end, I'm not sitting here like, you did it, Thomas. Yeah. You did the thing you were looking to do. Like, you escaped you know, Yeah, like, you beat Wicked, and everyone else, just yeah. sort of by proxy, is also dead now. Unless there's somewhere else in this post-apocalyptic world. Yeah, I guess, but <laughs> at least in your known world. Yeah, everyone is dead. Everyone's and gone. dead except for the immunes that escaped to the island. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then, of course, there is the little epilogue where he wakes up and it turns out that they've, you know, started their new community. What did Vince call it? It was like, this is the, the safe haven. Yeah, the safe haven. And everyone's all happy. And, you know, this is, everyone, this is what we sacrificed for to make a new life and all that kind of hippy dippy nonsense. <laughs> I, I wrote down, I was like, minimum six months before this becomes a crazy cult. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just or, have a feeling. Or Lord of the Flies. Yes, one of the two is what's going to happen. <laughs> I don't think it's going to turn out well for anybody. When he opened the thing and started reading the letter from Newt, mm-hmm. and then it's obviously you know it's Newt's voiceover, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like fine, <laughs> you know, like it, it, it was a very just like sort of boilerplate like dead movie character note. Like if you're reading this, then. This is probably the last letter I've ever written. Yeah. And oh, but, oh, but, oh, something about this. And thank you for being my friend and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Newt hasn't been that crazy important, like, to the story. You know, like, he's been one of the mm-hmm. gladers and he's, like, one of the crew or whatever. But, like, to end the series with his words yeah. <laughs> makes it seem like he was way more important to this story than he is. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, in the end, I like it better because at first I thought it was a letter from Teresa. I forgot who gave him what because I know like it seemed like four different people gave him shit in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like here, hold on to this. Here, you need to have this. So like I couldn't remember who he got from what. When he sees the letter, and I saw it at the top, it just says like "Dear Thomas," mm-hmm. and he goes like, "Oh my god." Yeah. Before he reads it, I was like, "Oh my god, is this from Teresa?" And it's like, <laughs> "I love you so much for some reason. Sorry about the murders." Blah, 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 (laughs) like whatever it's going to say. So when he finally gets to it and he opens it up and then the voiceover started and it was Newt, I was like, that's actually hilarious (laughs) that like she doesn't even get that. Yeah. You know, like there is, he does write her name on the rock or Mm -hmm. whatever at the end. But the fact that it was like she died and he was like, no. And then the next scene is like, anyway, my better dead friend. Yeah. The friend I liked better. I thought that was hysterical. The friend who was a friend. Yeah, right. I just there was something really funny to me about it. It was just like, oh, it's a note from his buddy. That's way better. <laughs> also, did you? There were a bunch of names on that rock at the end where it was like, okay, some of these I know were characters from the movie, mm-hmm. you know, like Albie or Alvy or whatever it was. Alvy. And, yeah, and, and and a couple of other ones, and then there were just a bunch where it was like, obviously they just put names, mm-hmm. you know, like I saw Jeff on there and like other names on there. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, did you notice Zart? No. Z A R T. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck kind of Y A bullshit is that name? My name's Zart. Like, what is that fucking short for? <laughs> Zartholomew? Like, that is the dumbest shit. And I couldn't believe that that was on there. Like, mm-hmm. really? Come on. <laughs> uh, oh, man. And then my final note for the entire series uh, was a retitling just based on that last moment I just wrote The Beach Walker because <laughs> that's where he does he just walks on the beach yep. stares off into the sunset yep and uh and that's his life now yeah and uh i am uh glad that it's over not his life the movies <laughs> <laughs> um but again like we had said like we like we mentioned earlier though like probably this is gonna be the best one maybe hunger games has a good ending I remember being disappointed that the second movie was kind of just the first movie again. Yeah. (laughs) You know? So it's like, obviously, I know that this third one is way different. Mm -hmm. So maybe it'll, like, help make it feel 
more complete. Yeah. But I liked that this one was like three very distinct movies. Mm -hmm. That it wasn't just like, and then here's a second maze. And here's the biggest maze. The third maze. You know, like they, <laughs> they kind of lose the mazes and it makes sense to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but, uh, I, oh man, we have gone for so long. I think we are going to have to wrap up yeah. this week of popcorn for dinner. This is Jeff and Kelly. You're on your own. Don't die. Don't die.